Welcome to Aaron's Podcast, episode 394. Today is Wednesday, August 16th, 2023. I am back on Wednesday. Although it was entirely possible that it wasn't going to be today, and I was perfectly okay with that, because today was a very busy day, which is partly what gave rise to the title for this episode. But first, a bit of New Zealand news. And that is that at 12.01 a.m. on Tuesday, the New Zealand government removed the last of the COVID-19 restrictions. There were only two that I remember. (laughs) And they were that anyone who tested positive for COVID-19 had to self-isolate for seven days. And the other was that masks had to be worn in healthcare facilities, doctor's offices, um, blood sample places, what do you call it? You know, the vampires, all that sort of stuff. And that's now gone. And my gut reaction to that is it's fine because the the burden on the healthcare system is dramatically lower than it was only less than only a little more than a year ago, really. Well, February of last year, and it's been trending downward since June, anyway. And the new variants, while they may there may be new variants that emerge that are troublesome at the moment, the the variants are no worse than what's already out there. And the reality is that everyone, not everyone, but most people were already ignoring the rules anyway. If they got COVID, they might stay home for a few days while they felt bad, but then they would go about their business as soon as they felt better, just like, you know, with a cold or something. And plenty of people weren't wearing masks anymore. Now, I blogged about this. I'll put a link in the show notes. But I have two examples of that last one. When I went to get my routine blood tests uh, whenever that was, June or whatever. I don't remember. I'd have to look. Anyway, um, I was at the f- facility where they do the blood drawing. And at the time, you were supposed to wear a mask inside one. And I did, of course. While I was there, a, a woman came in. I think she asked a question or something, and she was, wasn't wearing a mask. And as I was leaving, a, an older woman, who actually could have been younger than me for all I know, but she didn't look it to me, she wasn't wearing a mask either. And I exited with my mask on and didn't take my mask off until I walked away from the building. And a few days later, I went to the doctor's office to have my blood pressure taken and my weight and height measured and all that stuff because it hadn't been done for a couple of years. And everyone wore masks, but there were a couple of people who were pretty lackadaisical about it. One guy was basically a chin strap. And so they weren't really into it. And I've heard anecdotally that the same thing is happening or was happening elsewhere too. And if so many people are so over wearing masks or staying home for seven days, what's the point of having the restriction anymore if people are going to ignore it anyway? And so, yeah, so that that is all ended. And now to all intents and purposes, New Zealand is back to where it was before this COVID thing started in the first place. However, (laughs) I do have a complaint about the way it was reported on the evening news. The journalists were asking basically if the government was just doing this as some sort of election stunt. And I thought, are you for real? Because the people who hate, loathe, and despise the, the Labour Party to the core of their being do so because of it's the government's handling of COVID-19, the restrictions in particular. Did that journalist seriously think that all of those people would suddenly say, oh, okay, well, all the restrictions are gone. I guess I like labor again. Of course not. They still hate labor every as much as hate labor every bit as much as they did. And it's not going to change anytime soon. 
they labor really had nothing to gain by taking the restrictions away. So to, that was a really silly thing to say, but it's gotten a bit worse in a sense since then, because months for the past several months, the two right wing parties, the ACT Party, which is hard right, um, sort of neoliberal kind of thing, and the National Party, which is our main party of the of the center right, more right than center in my view, but anyway. They both called for an end to the remaining restrictions, especially the the isolation period, because that affects businesses, obviously, if employees are out sick. (laughs) It's true. That's why. And so they both were calling on it for weeks. And then the government announced that they're withdrawing it. Now, all of a sudden, they're criticizing it. And why aren't the journalists holding the right-wing party's feet to the fire and saying, well, hang on a minute, you said this for months, and now all of a sudden you're you're against what you were in favor of? What? What? But no, that's not the way these things work. And this is why I have a very low opinion of political journalists here and in the U.S. both. I, and probably Australia, although I haven't paid that as much attention to them, they're just, they're just not very good. They don't ask the right questions at the right time. Now, having said all that, there were journalists who asked the right questions, which is, is there a risk to New Zealand? Is this the right move at this time? And that was the right question to, to the, those were the right questions to ask, and they, they tried to get experts to answer them. And I think they did, those ones did a pretty good job. It's just the high-profile, high-flying political journalists and so on are the ones who tend to say stupid things that are biased or that 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 are trying to turn an election campaign into a fight rather than a contest of ideas or rather than you know differing opinions or different policies or what have you it's got to be a fight a death match and i'm just sick of it and so that's part of why i haven't actually talked about the election too much so far because so much of it is bound up in the way the media is reporting on it. And they're doing a very, very, very bad job, in my opinion. And I remember, I've been around politics for decades. The f- one of the, the f- first memories I had was voting in the presidential election in kindergarten. So it's been a lifetime of observation and participation. So I'm not just, you know, just some casual person spewing their reckons here on, on the podcast. I've got, I've got a bit of a background to, to what I say. Nevertheless, it is my opinion, and other people are no doubt would thoroughly disagree with me because that's the way of things. So that's the big news here in New Zealand, I suppose. Last night was the final match of the FIFA Women's World Cup in New Zealand, and Spain won and goes on to the final. And uh, it was a, it was a resounding success. They had sellout crowds at Eden Park, which is our main stadium, two or three times plus record crowds in other stadia around the country where other matches were held. And the the tourists and supporters were have been singing the praises of New Zealand, which is good because they'll go home to their countries and, and say what a good time they had and all that, which is, you know, word of mouth is among the most effective marketing there is for that sort of thing. And, yeah, so it's all pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> not really much more to say about it than that. Now, last time I mentioned that the World Cup is starting uh, next month, the Rugby World Cup is starting next month, and I um, put a link in the show notes to it in case anybody wants to find out more information about it. At the time, it didn't occur to me to mention that because I didn't know I was going to do it. So there you go. Now, today's episode is called Hairy Day because it was a busy day, and there were there was hair-related um things that happened as well. The main thing is that I had scheduled an appointment to have my car get its annual service today. And 
I could drop it off anytime after eight or seven thirty or something like that. And I was I was shooting for around nine because I don't do mornings as a rule. But when I do have to get up in the morning for any sort of appointment, I don't sleep well the night before. And to to give myself a better shot at having a decent night's sleep, I had Leo go outside before we went to bed so he could go to the toilet. Because if I don't, every once in a while, he will wake me up at any time between 2.30 and 4.30 to let him outside to go to the toilet, which is, you know, fair enough. <laughs> but um, so he didn't last night. He let me sleep, but I still didn't rest. I did. I was not well rested when I got up this morning. So I've been tired all day. I can hear it in my voice. I don't know if, if it comes out over the mic or not. I can feel it. So... Um, I left the house. I got up and looked out the window. I got up about 7.30, I think it was, and I looked out the window, and it was foggy. And I can't remember if I've mentioned this before, but Hamilton is can be very foggy in the morning on in the wintertime. And today, it, was, it wasn't too bad, but it was foggy. And I carried her along with... Carried her, I took care of my, the stuff I had to do. I fed Leo and things. And then just before I went to have my shower, I looked out the window, and it was, the fog had gotten thicker, which I don't know, great. So I went and I got myself ready, and as I was doing that, I could hear the rain was hosing down. And I thought, oh, great, now it's raining too. But when I got back out to the front of the house, I saw that the rain had cleared the fog. So I thought, oh, bonus, it washed, it washed the sky. And so I got myself ready, and I left. And I was on the way, and I was at the last traffic light before I got to the dealer. It's a traffic light on the, it's the main drag in this part of Hamilton. It's called Tarapa. And it's it's a very, very big deal of a road in this part of the city. And I was sitting at the at the traffic light waiting, and I saw a car, it was southbound, that um, was at the traffic light, and then it moved forward, did a U-turn, then headed north, which is apparently a legal move. I did not know that. It's quite common in Hamilton. But it gave me an instant flashback to, to sitting in a car with Nigel, who, who was driving, as he always did, um, when we were going to turn onto the street where I was sitting, and we saw somebody do that in front of us, and I was astounded because I'd never seen it before, and we probably talked about it, and that too also made me think of just riding anywhere really with with Nigel, and that made me a bit sad, partly be, partly because I was so tired, and I went on to drop off the car and realized I'd left my reading glasses at home, which meant I couldn't see to sign the form. But fortunately, I keep emergency glasses in the car, so I was able to go get those and see what I was doing. So, you know, better than nothing. But as I left, I was halfway to Bunnings Warehouse, which is where I was headed, and I realized I'd left all my shopping bags in the car. I didn't bring one with me, and Bunnings doesn't get, never has given bags. Well, I shouldn't say never. It probably did give bags in the old days, but... When plastic bags were banned, they stopped giving out any bags. Um, they have little boxes you can do, but I didn't want to carry around a box. So, <laughs> so I went there anyway. And one of the reasons I, I wanted to go there was because a few days ago, I got a Facebook memory about when I went to buy Pittosporum, which is, a, depending on your point of view, it's either a small tree or a very large bush shrubbery. And um, I got six plants that year, which is 2020. And planted one, and the other five died because I didn't get around to dealing with them, as such things happened then and then as now. And so I thought, well, maybe this is the time of the year where they have them. So I wanted to go and look, and it turns out they don't. And in fact, I have not seen those plants at Bunnings since then. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's changed. It's a mystery to me. They had a very large one, 
which was uh, like $60, I think it was. And it's, the price wasn't an issue as such, but I don't know how I would have gotten it home. I don't know how I would move it and plant it and so on because it was big. It was, the root ball was huge. It was in a plastic pot. So I thought, well, that's not really a goer. And I just had a bit of a look around in the shop. I found a uh, stick-on soap dish for my shower so that my shampoo and conditioner can have a, a place to sit and drain, stay dry. And I also got some caulk for the shower, another thing that's been on my list because the, the apprentice who did that in when my house was built didn't do a very good job. And it, there's a slow, there's a intermittent leak from one spot. And I wanted to fix that. And I thought I might as well do, do it all and make sure it's done right. And after those, I was just having a bit of a wander around the shop and kind of looking at things. And I was, I don't even remember what I was looking at, but all of a sudden I was aware of the music that was playing and it was everything I own by bread. And if you're unfamiliar with the song, it was actually the, the chorus that caught my attention. And I mean, I, suppose it could have caught anyone's attention, but it did me. And the chorus goes, and I would give anything I own. I'd give up my life, my heart, my home. I would give everything I own just to have you back again. And I wanted to start crying right then and there in the store. And that hasn't happened to me in I don't know how long, but it just was the wrong song at the wrong time. <laughs> and it made me feel like shit. And so I, I thought, so I'm going to leave. So I went and made my purchases and went off and I stopped at an op shop, um, thrift store to see if they had anything interesting. They didn't. I went to have a coffee mainly so I could take my day's medicine. And then the next thing I did is um, I'm sitting there and I'm having my coffee and the blueberry muffin. And they started playing a song on uh, their music. It was um, Flowers by Miley Cyrus. Now, that doesn't have any particular resonance with me at all, except that a few days ago I'd played a clip of an 80s, um, 80s based interpretation of the song by a UK group called Deco. And so that was more emblematic or more, more, um, more of an example of my life now which I thought was kind of interesting because the other two had been reminders of what I've lost. And then here I was hearing this reminder of, of the here and now. So I'm sitting there and I'm was actually working on a blog post on my phone at the time. And this older couple who, again, could have actually been younger than me for all I know. They didn't look it, but they could have been. Sat down and they were having their, their breakfast. I actually, I think she was having a um, lime uh, smoothie or something. I thought, ooh. <laughs> And he was having muesli. <laughs> I was only hearing this. I wasn't paying that much attention to them. Until I was getting ready to leave. It was almost time for me to go. And I heard she was, the lady was reading something to her husband that she was reading in the paper, I guess. And it was something about bad advice to deal with MSG. I don't know what precisely because I wasn't listening at all. Um, but I heard the last time she mentioned mentioned it because she snapped at him and said, I have started reading this to you four times. And I almost said to her at that moment, lady, back off. He could drop dead suddenly and then you'd be sorry. But I thought, no, that's not the sort of thing one says to complete strangers. So I didn't. But about that time that I left and I went to my mother-in-law's and we visited for a while and we went and had lunch, which was part of our, our plan for the day. And while I was while we were sitting, this is before lunch, the dealer texted me to say that they were done with the car, which is this is like eleven forty two or something, 
which is extraordinarily early. But um, we went down, had lunch, and that was fine. And then after that, I went and picked up my car, and I was going to go home. That was the plan. But then I thought to myself, if I go home, I should just do the rest of my errands today rather than do them tomorrow. Even though I was really, really tired and all I could think about was just relaxing, I thought, no, I'm going to go do them. So I went, and the first thing I did is I got a haircut, another reason this is a hairy day, and I went over to the warehouse and I dropped off my soft plastics for recycling, mainly because I wanted to get some labels for my spice jars from the, the stationary section of, of that shop. And then I went to get some new bottles for my uh, soda stream because it turns out I was cleaning out my fridge and I found out that the two bottles I had both expired. <laughs> and I thought, oh, geez. And I saw it last night. I searched online to find the best price and the store called No Leaming, also at the base, had them at the best price. And I wanted to buy them in person because I wanted to be able to inspect the expiry date on the bottles before I bought them. And it's... um. October of 2026. So it's got quite a long um, time. They're only good for about three years. And of course, the reason is because they're under pressure. And um, as they age, they would get weaker and they might explode. <laughs> nice, eh? So, <laughs> and then I finally went home. And by the way, it takes 10 minutes-ish from, it took me 10 minutes to get from the, the base parking lot to my house, which is about half of what it would have taken if I'd gone the old way before the road was built. So that's a good thing. This is the first time I ever thought to, to time it at all. And that was my day. You've, had, you've now shared my entire day with me. I'm still every bit as tired as I was. I took a mini nap this afternoon, but it wasn't enough to really make any difference. And now I'm going to spend the rest of the evening relaxing. And then because I don't have to go out tomorrow now, I've got all day tomorrow and probably Friday as well, to do all sorts of chores around the house. But those you're going to have to wait to hear about next week. That's it for today. That's it for this week, I guess. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Kakite no. Bye. You can comment on this or any episode of the Emmons Podcast at emmonspodcast.com, where you can also leave a voice message. You can visit and comment on the Emmons Facebook page, or you can email me with or without a voice message at emmons at gmail.com. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Network and is produced and distributed under Creative Commons license. Complete details at the website.